Welcome to Beside the Still Waters by Pastor Sami Jechi. My dear friend, the Word of God. We thank God for this morning. The psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. For some time now, I've been treating some words. Amen. I started off with, I started off with this, what word? Purpose. You've forgotten so soon. Then I came to, then I dwelt on, (laughs) just give me attitude. Then I went to, then I went to what? So are you giving yourself enough excuses? Uh, Today I want to touch on the word focus. Amen. I'm just laying the foundation for a takeoff. Hallelujah. Because I realize that we need the right kind of posture to move. It's not just about this year, but the coming years. Hallelujah. We need that posture. Hallelujah. I'm talking on the subject, focus. 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 Life is not just lived in a vacuum, brothers and sisters. When you live your life this way, it means that anything goes. And a person to whom anything goes will always say, let's do it anyway, anyhow. Amen. But there must be a specific way that things are done. I hope you agree with me. Praise God. That is why there are manuals attached to every machine that you take delivery of. Without that manual, it will be quite struggling to get the maximum function of that particular um, um, instrument. And so, as human beings, you see, we need to employ, we need to get ourselves into principles that will make things work for us. Mind you, things don't just happen in a vacuum. We must cause things to happen. Amen. Praise God. Life must be lived based on choice. And you choose your way of life and focus on it. Amen. I want to tell you this, my brothers and sisters. 
Life is not just a wind. It's a component. Amen. You will need to identify it or identify with a particular component of life and run your life in, the, in that path. Amen. You see, if anything just goes, then you are not living life. Do you know what you are doing? You are managing life. Praise God. Oh, come on. Is somebody here with me? Hallelujah. Focus. What is the definition? It's, it's just simple. It is a central point as of attraction or activity. In science, my little physics tells me that the focus is a point at which rays of light, heat, or other radiation meet after being refracted or reflected is the focal point. So if you even want to take the scientific definition of, of, of focus, then it makes a lot of sense. When rays are being refracted or reflected, there is a point that they meet. Are you hearing me? It means that, you see, any time you are focused on a particular issue of life, it means that all attention is given to us. Amen. It means that every attraction within your system is given to it. It means that everything that you do, whether you are sleeping, whatever, there is one particular or a number of issues that ring in you. You sleep with them, you wake up with them, you live with them, you go back into sleep with them, you wake up again and then walk into life with them until mission is accomplished. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Listen, focus is very important in every child of God's life. Hallelujah. This year, what is your focus for this year? You may have your goals. Amen. You may have written them. Yes. But among the goals, which one in order of preference are you focusing on at the beginning of the year? By the end of June, what would you have achieved? By the end of September, is it? What would you have achieved? And then the big one. By the end of this year, 2012, what would you have achieved? So now, what do you desire to see happen in your life? And what are the steps 
that you are going to take to get them happen. Things don't just happen. Listen, things are caused to happen. Oh, come on. Is somebody here with me? You pick every successful person in this life and you talk to them and they will tell you, I have gone through, as we say, I want to say it in three, they say, my pain. How do you say it in English? I've suffered before. <laughs> you see, when it comes to creed, the English is limited. Oh. I have tired before. That is the word. But then, in proper English, you want to say, I have suffered. But in our local, even in Ghana, it's like, etomidan. Uh-huh. In ever, what do you say? There you go, man. Are you hearing me? So, you bring it to English and you can't get the feel. But let me just literally bring it to English. I have tired before. Are you hearing me? Now, how, you see, in the times that you were going through the tired or difficult or the suffering efforts, you will realize that what sustained you was focus. Amen. Focus. And when we are talking about focus, we are also, we are also going to borrow from the word determination or concentration. Amen. Praise God. You realize that you find people, you want to ask them of their success story, and it has not been that smooth. You see, I'm yet to find anybody who is successful in life or in a particular area of his life to tell me that he had everything as a gift. Is it so? At least, uh, most of you you have come up a bit. Are you hearing me? You have chalked some victories. Alright? Now, can you tell me, let's say even schooling, can you tell me that you just got up to finish school? Did you just finish school? If you just finished school, then you know, you know what you will come out with. Are you hearing me? It means that you have built a monument of nothing. It means that, you see, it's only when you, you want to build a monument of nothing, when you don't do anything and just walk into the next stage of life and then you have come. It doesn't work that way. Never. Listen, before you even pass your exams, you got tired. Was it? The sleepless night. The times that you wrote your exam. Some of you employed all sorts of um, strategies. Um, some put your legs in water. Others drink coffee and drink it until they get booze on coffee. <laughs> Are you hearing me? You do everything to stay awake. Why? Because 
there is something before you. At that particular time, you see, you had a mission and you were focusing on that particular mission. And so, if you miss focus and you miss, you know, concentrating on that mission, mission will never be accomplished. Is somebody here with me? Hallelujah. I want to say this, that even Jesus was highly focused. Amen. Now, listen to the scripture. Luke chapter 9 verse 62 Luke chapter 9 verse 62 but we'll read other preceding verses before we get there now I'll begin from verse 57 there's something something we can learn from here hallelujah now it happens it happened as they journeyed on the road that someone said to him Lord I will follow you wherever you go and Jesus said to him Let's all read it together. Let's go. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ah, trouble. The moment the man said it among the followers of Jesus, that I will follow you. (laughs) Wherever you go. Jesus comes out with this statement. I want everybody, please, let's read it and read it loudly. Can we do it better? Let's go. Uh Uh-huh. Uh huh. To lay his head. Amen. Praise God. Then 59, he said to another, Follow me. This time, Jesus himself is inviting somebody. And listen to what he says. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another said, Lord, this one didn't even wait for Jesus to talk. Because he saw somebody say it. And Jesus said, foxes have hosts and beds have nests. But the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. It means that, listen, when you follow me, I can't assure you of shelter. Amen. It means that you are going to, you are going, we we together are going to do what I have been touched to do, not thinking about ourselves. Sacrifice. Are you hearing me? And so he calls another one and says, Lord, I will, but let me go and bury my father. Jesus said, no. Let the dead bury their dead. It means that don't concern yourself with other issues that has nothing or have nothing to do with our mission. Preaching of the kingdom. Amen. Alright. Then he goes on again and then he says this. And another also said, you see this one didn't even wait for Jesus to call him because he saw that Jesus had finished with his colleague. And so he was the next person on the line. And so he comes and owns up. He said, Lord, I will follow you. But let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. Oh, this is such a frimsy excuse. 
even the first one was better. The father was dead. He was going to bury. But this one says, Lord, but let me go and bury, let me go and say bye-bye to my people. I'm telling you, that is an afraid man. Amen. But Jesus said this. Listen to this. And this is what I, I want to talk about. He said, but Jesus said to him, let's all read it together. Shall we go, please? Hallelujah. No one having put his hand to the plow and Luke came back is fit for the kingdom of God. No one putting his hands to the plow. Now, here is a principle. The principle is this. When you set out on a mission, you don't allow distraction to bring you back. Amen. Jesus in the scripture is dealing with the issues of the kingdom. Are you hearing me? And I'm using that principle that Jesus establishes to bring to your doorstep that brothers and sisters, anytime you are on a mission, make sure that your eyes see the mission. Your nose smell the mission. Your ears hear the mission. You sense the mission. You are not at rest within until you finish. That business will come up. Oh, come on. Is somebody here with me? Are you hearing me? Listen, everything. Let me tell you something. One day, one of the weeks, I spent about one hour saying just this to me on my compound. Everything in this life is doable. Everything in this life is doable. Everything in this life is doable. One hour. Everything in this life is doable. 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 And I'm telling you something. Everything, not some, is doable. Oh, can I hear, hear a louder amen? amen? Hallelujah. You should be able to do that self-talk. To boost up your confidence in life. I will treat that later. Amen. You will need to, let me tell you something. Let me tell you, nothing will come to you by itself. You will have to go for it. Come on, is somebody here with me? Hallelujah. Ah, if you want success in a particular area of your life, it will not just crawl and waddle or run to you. You will have to go for it. Oh, come on, tell somebody, go for it. Hallelujah. Give the, come on, do it better. Hallelujah. 
I remember, let me tell you, one of, one of, one of the words that really helped me came from Dr. Otabel when I came to Accra and I went to see him. He told me where I was going. He told me, I wish I smiled at him. And he said, listen, all you need is to focus and you will get it done. This is the word he gave me, focus. Somebody say focus. Oh, say it like focus. Hallelujah. Praise God. We will need to focus. And I'm telling you something. When you focus with the academics, business, commerce, law, whatever, I want to tell you something. Once you focus, you will get to the end. In music, everything that you do, when you focus, you will get there. Amen. Focus your life and pursue. And I'm telling you, it is the focus that will take you on. Because let me tell you something. As you get on, there are certain obstacles that will come your way. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now listen to this. Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12. Um, we will look at verse 1, 2, 3. Hallelujah. Make sure you capture everything because I'm telling you, I'm not going to stay on it for long. All right. Therefore, we also... Mm-hmm, Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with joy, with happiness. Let us run with what? The race that is set before us. Now listen to the principle Jesus engaged himself in. It's a looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God verse 3 listen to this for consider him who endured such hostility underlying hostility from sinners against himself list you become weary, underline weary, and discourage, underline discourage in your souls. Amen. Verse 4. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin. Amen. Oh, come on. Amen. 
praise God. Jesus prayed when he was about to be crucified very close. He said, if it be possible, paraphrase, let this cup do what? But nevertheless, not my will, but whose will? Your will be done. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Listen, my brothers and sisters. It is not enough to say it. It is not enough to wish it. Amen. I can tell you that many wishes have come my way. The same way many wishes have come your way. I mean, do you have a wish? Yes. But it is not enough. When you wish it, you must go for it. Ah, is somebody here with me? Hallelujah. If you wish it, you must go for it. Jesus Christ came on this earth for that mission. But you know what he did? He saw the joy that was ahead. For the joy that was set before him. Ah, amen. Are you hearing me? Somebody say, for the joy. Amen. When you say joy, smile. For the joy. Then you smile. Amen. Say it again, for the joy. Hallelujah. Some of you are saying it too sanctimoniously. Say it like determined soldiers. Say, for the joy. Uh-huh, this is better. Because you're saying... For the joy. For the joy. The moment I begin to think this way, I sweat right from dawn. Because a certain adrenaline is is working. Are you hearing me? Yes. Say it again. For the joy. Yes. For the joy that is set before you. You see, endure what you have to go through. Endure the long periods in traffic. Endure it. Endure sleepless nights. Endure it. Are you hearing me? Listen, Jesus endured the cross. I'm here to find one single human being who can endure the cross like Jesus. 39 stripes. Listen to me. And at there were 40, the strip had a knob. And on the knob, there are 40 strings. And at the end of each string, there was a hook, a metal hook, small hook. So one, one, is pulled and your body is being mutilated. And nobody has been able to take three of those whips. Jesus took 39. What we saw was what we even see on the movies is not the exact picture. 
The Son of Man was stripped naked on the cross of Calvary. He was stripped naked, but this because people are acting it, they have to put on something to cover their nakedness. And Jesus Christ endured that. That is why after he had been buried, listen, Jehovah God said, no, my son is down there. And so there must be a deployment in heaven to come and pick the body of the son of man out of the tomb. We hope you have been inspired and transformed by Pastor Sami Jechi. Stay blessed.